This is the Sea to Sky podcast with Marcus, weaving through the issues in Sea to Sky country. Welcome to another edition of the Sea to Sky podcast. My name is Marcus. I am uh, joined with Ann Cadwell, who is the uh, executive of the BIA, Downtown Business Improvement Association of Squamish, at a lovely home in the backyard in the sun. <laughs> it, is, it is a bright day. It's great. Thank you for having me. And uh, well, here to talk about the BIA and uh, you know, recent news is that you're you're leaving, I believe, after the Canada Day event. Yes, I will be outgoing. Yes. Is, is that because your tenure is finished, or that's just because you just need to do other things? No, there's just been some other opportunities that have come up, so um, they're taking most of my time. And if I can't give a hundred percent of myself, then I have to resign because I always believe in giving a hundred percent. Let's talk about exactly what the the purview is for the BIA. Why was it originally created? What's the, the objective of the BIA? Well, it was originally created, I think, probably about eight or nine years ago. The reason being is to assist the merchants in the downtown catchment and to bring more shoppers into the hub, or they call it the heart of Squamish. Once very far back before my time, I believe the downtown was kind of a, possibly a rougher area, and they wanted to change that. And it's really become a really nice hub actually with really unique merchants a great place to go have coffee walk the streets a really nice energy down there when i first moved here the downtown was empty virtually empty especially after a certain time you can pretty much shoot a cannon down the street and you wouldn't hit anything or anyone would hear it so it has become a lot more vibrant would you say the, the vibrancy has increased because of the population turnover than from eight years ago to today because we've seen a lot more growth a lot more people moving in a different, let's say, demographic moving into to Squamish. Would that have played a role? Oh, de- definitely has played a role. As you know, um, there's going to be thousands more in the next couple of years in the downtown core. But I think also what comes with that is the uniqueness of the merchants who actually have been there quite a long time, who are building on what they have and adding to it. What, what has the BIA done then when you say the eight, nine years? What, where do you begin and where does, say, the, the Chamber of Commerce take over? Because I know you represent the initiatives in the downtown core. Is, is it more of a marketing vehicle or you're representing the businesses of downtown? Well, ideally, we're representing the businesses of downtown. So they come collectively with issues that they might have. And then we go to district and lobby on their behalf. So it's trying to gather their best interests and then following through with that. And we do have a catchment as opposed to the chamber, which is all of the businesses in Squamish. We have a selective catchment. But are you essentially the same then between you in the chamber or no very different so the the chamber offers things like benefits they offer educational programs and leadership programs where we are more yeah you are right and more of a marketing tool as Mm -hmm. well where we can do initiatives like the passport twin that they've had Uh, last year we did the 21 days of christmas of stockings so initiatives to pull all the merchants together because there's strength in numbers and we can do huge marketing strategies as opposed to one independent person doing a marketing strategy also the smaller stores you know some of them there's only the owner and another employee you know they don't have the time to do social media or um, have a full-on facebook page or a website so it's our part to make sure that we include them in our website that they're getting some social media that we're promoting them through our social avenues so what, what kind of challenges have you seen then in your tenure and what kind of problems seem to arise often <laughs> well i think it's a problem that's happened in downtown for the last probably five years, which is parking. Mm-hmm. 
um, and trying to overcome that. And that, that's not going to happen overnight. And it's not just the BIA acting on behalf of the merchants. The merchants have to come forth. Uh, shoppers have to come forth. That would be one of the bigger ones um, to get more people into the downtown core. Another thing being merchandising and advertising, hours, shopping hours, getting uh, merchants to have consistent hours all the way along Cleveland all of that. And then as a BIA, our event portion, um, looking at scaling that down as opposed to, you know, in the beginning, and I'm not sure, I don't think they had Canada Day eight years ago, if I believe it was probably with the Lions Club. Uh, I'm not quite sure who ran. I just know they, sure. always, they did have events and they did have some fireworks, but it right. wasn't, I think, as big as you, as the BIA is. As it's it. grown. I'd rather be doing, um, spending some money on doing sidewalk sales. Right. And for the merchants where you have special days of the, the seasonal changeover, we're having a big giant sidewalk sale. Like, there's so many different things we can do to assist our merchants as opposed to just one big event. The Santa Claus Parade is always a good one. Um, and I think they have had that. And most BIAs do have something like that throughout BC. That's definitely one we want to keep for sure. <laughs> so over your tenure, what, what do you say your biggest accomplishments were? Um, wow, we had lots. Uh, Project Illumination, which was starting to invest in some lighting in the downtown core. In the past, we've just had the small little lights for Christmas and stuff above the lampposts. It was still really dark down there, right? Um, last year, the BIA spent a good portion of some money and bought over 2,000 lights, which were strung from post to post to post all the way down Cleveland, really making that nice little festive look. It brightened up all of Cleveland. And that's something that people haven't seen in well over 25, 30 years. I would like to see the BIA continue with that project illumination um, with more lighting, possibly in the parks, with trees, have sponsorship trees. You know, again, bringing people down there for a festivity in the wintertime, getting them outside. I mean, you know what it's like in the wintertime here? It's not a lot of fun. <laughs> it's kind of cold and wet. So, hey, <laughs> why don't you go and look at some Christmas lights and enjoy the downtown core? You know, if I had a magic wand, I would love to have speakers outside with some Christmas carols and things like that or just something different so that's definitely the project illumination has been great another big thing was our santa claus parade this past year uh, it was the largest ever in history uh, we had well over 42 floats and um, it was huge it started late due to some traffic problems but everyone loved it we had well over 3,000 people in the downtown core um, we had the perfect weather as well and even the community vibe along third i think it was where we were lined up where save on food is mm -hmm. the community vibe along there was just uh it still brings uh, my like see my hair is raising on my arms it's just, it's just so awesome because people really were brought together and we did have to wait for a train and some other things so we just pumped out some music we were all dancing and just had a lot of fun and that's what squamish is all about that community it was just so much fun so the largest parade our pumpkin in the park for kids you know from one to maybe 10 right. where they can pick out their pumpkins that was also our largest yet where we raised over three thousand dollars for under one roof and we work in partnership with the rotary together for a couple of hours just to pr promote that again and we raise the funds for each year the um, donations go to a different cause a different cause within squamish of course yes the other thing we tried something different this year for christmas and we did do the 21 days of christmas where each um you 
you, if you shop at a certain store per day, you get to put your name into the ballot and you can win a stocking from that store. Um, great feedback. It was nice, again, to have just all of the merchants within our catchment working together towards one cause. Um, and it's the first time I've been able to really sit down and talk to everyone. So th- that was good. Yeah, well, a lot of your a lot of your events are getting bigger and bigger. It's like, And then let's talk about Canada Day since we're talking about events and things. Like Canada Day now is, I mean, you're, you're doing split. You're downtown and then you're going to be at Brennan Park. So this is obviously outside of the downtown. Mm-hmm. So it is, it's going to be, it's a large event. And I, I would say that's more for all of Squamish than I would say just for the downtown. Uh, was that something always planned or was this something that you just wanted to like, you know what, we really want the fireworks and that's the only place we can do it i mean what what, what limitations were your <laughs> yeah what brought that up what, what limitations were you facing well it was an overwhelming response from the community um last year we didn't do fireworks uh because of the construction sites downtown there was just no place to do them um in the past they went right near where the smoke bluffs were it was now a construction site it's almost built actually a construction site now a year later so we just weren't able to safely do it because of that there was a lot of oh ums we wanted to please everybody so we thought how can we bring people into the downtown core as well as please the entire community bring back the fireworks like the old days which originally were in brennan park many 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 years ago so let's split the venue we split the venue we're going to have a full-on family day with the the change of demographic with it now being younger mm-hmm. a full-on family day downtown um, there's not even going to be a beer tent down there it's just going to be i think we have 14 community interactive booths so in order to have a community booth downtown your booth has to be interactive so we even have some how sound students who are coming out and they're doing recycle races so you know you can take your kids marcus and you mm-hmm. can set the timer and you have to recycle <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff they're going to dump out on the ground Bob's and Lolo is going to be a really, he's a great, amazing entertainer for kids. My kids grew up with Bob's and Lolo. So it's going to be really family oriented. And then it's changed up a bit. A couple of hours, you go home, you feed your kids, you can get a sitter, or you can bring them out to Brennan Park. We're going to have a beer garden with cidery, North Yard Ciders and Gillespie's, and then an open band, Paper Boys, which is just going to be playing music to the mountains and to the field. And yeah. that's our time to dance. That's our time to have fun and just really let go we're gonna have fire spinners and then because we can syringe the fields we can have a safe place to launch our fireworks and we have an amazing display this year i i like to think of it as how about the downtown merchants giving back to the community they're thinking of everyone i guess you can say well that's what i would say like the yeah. bia is definitely thinking about everyone at this point especially if you're, you're trying to accommodate all of squamish mm-hmm. so i mean it is it is quite a big step for you know i think the bia to do something like that in, in terms of I'm not sure what your funding model is, but I'm sure like, you know, something like this is is definitely going to be a strain uh, in trying to get those extra sponsors in there. I'm I'm sure you're still probably like looking for the... We are. Yeah. (laughs) We just had someone come in last night at like 11 o'clock. I got an email. I'm like, yes, thank goodness. Yeah. But you know what? What's come of that is all of a sudden the community has stepped up. Um, We've had some great sponsors come out of nowhere. I think if we didn't have them, we wouldn't be able to do Brennan. We were really close to almost shutting it down because we didn't have the funds. Mm-hmm. And thank you to people like the Sea to Sky Gondola and uh, a whole bunch of different ones. I don't want. I could list them all if you want. Well, <laughs> I think we go to the website. I think they're all there. Yes, they all are there. Um, yeah. What's the where's the website? DowntownSquamish.com. Perfect. So then people can have a look and, and yeah. know what the sponsors are. That's a big legacy for next year. That's strong follow up. I guess your your big shoes to fill for next year. 
Yes, and which brings us up to, is is this a place for the DSBA to be doing this? Yeah. You know, should they be running Canada Day? It's a national holiday. It's a community holiday. It's theirs, and I, I believe it should be done by all. And we would always, in the future, we would be willing to support it, to sponsor it to some aspect, but to organize and do the whole thing, which takes up a huge portion of my time when we now hired an event manager to do it. I mean, that's, that was a huge part. Like, I ran it last year. I wasn't doing any executive director work for at least three to four months. All yeah. I was doing was the event. And I was I, on, you're an event planner and not an yeah. executive director. So going back to, like, downtown then and, and how it's been busier with a lot of events, before there was um, a lot of flipping downtown in terms of, of, terms of businesses and, mm-hmm. and because of the BC assessments and a lot of other political issues and money issues and rent issues, of course, with the value, value of property. It's put a lot of strain on your vendor downtown to sort of stay open and that was probably why you mentioned earlier about consistent hours this is a question of affordability for staff it's hard for, mm-hmm. to pay for someone a living wage in this town especially since the cost of living is so high so would you say all your initiatives that you've been putting together has that been helping your vendors sort of keep it keep it going keep plugging away you'll always have your regulars I, I'm gonna have to go interview chaos kids because somehow they've managed to stay there for as I long know. as they They're have great. they've been what 25 and, years yeah keep, they keep plugging they keep plugging yeah. And there's a couple of businesses that are there. They have their model and they keep plugging. But those that, you know, they're on the cusp and then all of a sudden all these events sort of got more notice for them. Mm-hmm. You know, do you see, do you see like the, the turnover slowing down or do you see a leveling out in terms of people able to do business downtown? I would like to think it's gotten better because of the BIF efforts, but I don't have the history to really give an educated guess on that one or, or really understand it. I know since my tenure for the last year, we haven't had any turnover. We've had some great events during those events. We've had people had record high sales. So that would be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, talking to merchants when I'm out there, summer is the busiest time of year for them. You know, they don't have to do any additional, additional work. It's the winter time that, that's harder. When, and with the festivals, more than just what we do, are coming into town. They are in the downtown hub, which is helping everybody. It's one of those things of driving traffic downtown. And I was just saying, if, whether the marketing efforts has played a, a huge effect, or is it because of the change of demographic? Is it because they're densifying downtown, or is it like a combination of all three? I think it's definitely a combination. Um, moving into the future, I would like to see the DSBIA doing more for the merchants in the way of facade improvements. Um, let's have a vision of what that that whole Cleveland is going to look like. You know, if somebody needs to have their front of their store painted, let's you know the DSBIA should be contributing to that to assist, so we have that fresh look. And I think that's really important and definitely a vision that they should be having moving forth. They did have um, something called a facade improvement, probably. I don't know, maybe eight, eight or nine years ago, which was great because the merchants do struggle with the taxes. I mean, it's astronomical right now for a small business down there. So what can we do to assist them? And I think that is question needs to be more driven home, even if it's some of the graffiti on the walls. You know, let's move in. Let's get that painted over and, and dealt with so that when people are coming into town, it's looking sparkly, clean. It's looking good. It's looking inviting. That's what the BIA should be doing more of. And I believe that's the direction the board's going to be taking so like a strata-esque thing for Cleveland and the downtown businesses? I mean, strata-esque as in we have a sort of common look going down and we have sort of manage the outside of, of the building sort of thing? Yeah, ideally, almost. I mean, I'm not going to ask everyone to change the front of their building. I mean, this well, is yeah. not Fort Langley where you have that look, right? That Western <laughs> look. Everyone has that one kind of. But just, you know, there's some signs that could use some painting. There's some awnings that could use replacing. It's just that, that vibrancy, that fresh look again. 
but not having everyone look the same because that's what's great about downtown is the uniqueness of the small little stores here and there. And I think with the densifying of downtown, you won't have that sprawl. I mean, there was always that talk about sprawling all across Squamish, but the densifying, I think, is is a good thing for the downtown, obviously, Mm -hmm. where you keep the traffic downtown. Is there a lot of space downtown for businesses to join in and grow? I know there's a few places that are kind of tight. If I'm opening a business now, where should I go downtown? You can't. (laughs) Because there is no space downtown right now. Uh, There is none. There is none. Nothing is vacant. Nothing is open. To have a company expand? No, Mm -hmm. not yet. Now, with the new development coming out all the way to the waterfront, yes, there's going to be loads of retail opportunity there because they're doing retail residential combo, right? And that's something that the the BIA has to work with the district to how do we incorporate that old and new so we have a nice transition. So if you're standing at the top of Cleveland looking down to the water, what does that look like? And is it going to bring people, are they going to go straight down to the water or are they going to start way up at Manitoba and walk all the way down? So we really need to look at that vision. I think that's really important. That's going to come in the next year. Yeah, the waterfront it. development is, is you know, I mean, they've been talking about that for uh, a long time, like mm-hmm. way long time. And so now it's coming to fruition and that, that I guess be incorporated in the whole downtown core and that would actually create more traffic and then you you were talking about earlier about mobility in in the area apart from having and more transit heading downtown but how to increase parking how to increase the foot traffic what would be your idea to sort of get more movement that going through downtown I'm not an engineer but I would like to see more parking somehow (laughs) and we don't have the land to incorporate any more parking I think and again, I'm not involved in the permitting or, you know, you, I would love you to. You must have an idea, though, because like, you must see traffic patterns. You must see how people move in and out. And he's like, you know what? It'd be good if they maybe did that over there or did this over there. Oh, I would like to sit all cut off, have cobblestones, and we can all just have a nice walk and shop all the way down to the water. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. I mean, yeah, limiting traffic in general. There was, there's always been talk about having Cleveland just pedestrian only. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, where were the cars parked? Well, and where are employees? parking which is another thing you know maybe we need to have an employee parking lot so that there's designated spots for all of our merchants you know they we have to accommodate them too definitely would like to see more shuttles coming into the downtown core uh, more buses and things like that so people can say hey i'm gonna head downtown i'm gonna go catch the bus on manquam here i can be downtown in 10 minutes and back within an hour that would be ideal and make right. it really simple and easy and does that mean more buses rumor has it it takes two hours to get from brackendale to downtown Maybe we need more buses. I think we need more buses. Yeah. There you go. See, the BIA says we need more buses. That's official. <laughs> Take your word on that. That's a quote. That's what the BIA sure. says. Bring Uber in. Oh, well, that you got to bring up with Horgan. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Horgan said he was doing it, right? No, they still haven't done it. That's a provincial thing. I don't think that's really a, a district That's thing. another big whole can of... Worms. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if we want to go down that route right no, now. No, I don't think so. That, that'll just start a whole new argument, I think. I think so. <laughs> Canada Day will be your last event. What are you going to miss most when you when you finally step down? What I'm going to miss most is walking, well, I can still do it, obviously, but is walking down Cleveland and just talking to the merchants, coming in and just chatting with them. And I really enjoy that. I really enjoy just getting to know everybody in the community. The events are a lot of fun. They're a lot of work. But the day of, it's pretty, it's pretty neat to see everybody out and about and enjoying what you have developed. Um, this year, I'm fortunate that, again, that I have that event manager, Jesse, who's been great, beyond organized. Thank goodness. So I do love the events. And I, the only reason I love the events is because of the community. It's the community that makes the events. We really do have a great community here. When they're brought together, wow, they're one positive force. They really are. And I think Squamish needs to look at that in a positive way. 
And any last pieces of advice for the one who's going to be filling in your shoes? Spend more time in your role as an executive director and less time on events, meaning understanding your merchant causes, advocating on behalf of them at City Hall. I think that's really important. Understanding things like the taxes, the um, garbage, all the things that are happening. They really, We really need to be more in tune with that. And then we have to go on their behalf to City Hall in front of the district advocate, spend some time, really get down and dirty into the good stuff as opposed to the events. What what would be your means of of advocating apart from going in front of council during hearings and and just pitching your case? I think the board as a whole can be working, they're business owners of the downtown core, working with other business owners to get together and start writing some letters. And if you have one cause, well, it can't just be one or two. One or two people just can't say, oh, well, parking seems bad. No. What is it? Where is it? And how many people are affected by it? And again, strength in numbers. If you have all the businesses and 10 of their loyal customers coming in saying, oh, I had to park. I Actually, I couldn't even find parking today. It took me half an hour, so I left. And that's just an example of what it might be. It could be many things like taxes or, um, you know, the garbage costs have increased. And why? How? And who's going to go to GFL and say, this is what's happening? Right. What's the reasoning for this? And it can't just be one business owner. It has to be everybody. And I think that's where the BIA comes together collectively and the board to say, okay, let's gather all of your information. And then we have something to go. And you always go to the district. You might have a problem, but always go with a solution. How can you solve this problem? Whether it be, um, I don't know, four-story parking lot or using some of the spare lots right now. Things like that. That's what you need to do. Always come to solutions because then you can brainstorm and find a resolution. Yeah, I mean, the, the tax is a big one. Um, that's, that comes down to how you zone and also it comes down to BC assessment and how they interpret zoning. So the zoning is definitely a district thing. Garbage collection, I had no idea actually uh, garbage costs went up. So that, that's you know a burden apart with the taxes and the heavy lease rates and then you know, all of a sudden you have to pay to dispose of your garbage, extra fees. Yeah, it is kind of daunting being downtown, especially in this market in Squamish. Yeah. So there's a lot of work ahead. There is. But and it's the merchants that make it, right? I yeah. mean, if everybody gets together and they have a common goal, I, I can assure you things will move. I yeah. mean, if, get out on the streets. Get out and talk to your merchants. Get out and get to know them and understand what their concerns are. And um, collaboration. Getting the merchants together is sometimes tough because of exactly what you said. Sometimes it's only one owner and employee. They don't have time to take an afternoon off to sit there and chit-chat and problem solve. For I would love to do a workshop for a half a day with just the merchants in our catchment. Like That would be a dream where I can spend four hours and just do strategic planning with them. That would be cool. And if we could accomplish that, you have a vision for the DSBIA for the next five years. That would be great if that could be done. Keep on going with the Santa Claus parade. It's, it's a lot of fun. We need a new Santa Claus sleigh. <laughs> so we've approached, I've approached the manshed. I'm hoping they're going to look at building one for Santa this year. Santa needs to be in the parade. It's very important. So yeah, continuing on with the smaller, smaller events within the catchment, I think is really important. And to bring people into the core, working with your partners, Tourism Squamish and the Chamber together. Everybody has some great ideas and there's a lot of collaboration. Shouldn't be silos. It should be collaboration. Um, again, strength in numbers. And we will succeed as a community if we stick together. Great words of advice. Thank you very much for joining me today, on. And uh, Thanks for having me. Good luck in your future endeavors. Thank you. This is the Sea to Sky podcast. If you have a comment or story ideas, please check out our website at seataskypodcast.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Sea to Sky podcast. Thank you for clicking us on 